0: Welcome to TA1, everything you wanted to know about adventure racing and then some. I'm your host, legendary Randy Erickson, and I've got to say... Thank you to all the people that uh, contributed to my GoFundMe. I am on my way, well, not literally, um, to Australia for the World Championships. Leave on November 4th. Um, And thank you, guys. It was great. Uh, Didn't know how it would work or if it would work, and you guys all came through. So... I will have to come up with some sort of a thank you for the know, 60 plus people that donated. Um, just for now, if you want to be on the podcast, let me know. Um, a lot of you have, actually. Um, or if you know somebody that you'd like to have on, and you know, we'll uh, say that you uh, sponsored an episode. So um, thank you again. And uh, I'm going to try, we'll try and come up with something else. I do have a, well, why don't I just uh, announce it now since we're in the uh, the uh, monetary mood? Um, I've done a book. It's a uh, uh, you know print as you go book. It's a series of pictures from races this year. Uh, it's called Legendary AR 2016. Um, Pictures from uh, Maya Mountain, God Zone, Cowboy Tough, uh, Red Gaspa Sea, and the North Adventure Race. Um, I don't have any links yet. Um, it will be on Blurb. You can just order it through there. There will be like uh, three levels you can buy. Um, I won't make much on them. That's fine. Just a few bucks each. So um great christmas presents so get used to be listening to that and project number 2 is an adventure race calendar if i can get down to 12 pictures from the year and you know how hard that is for me i'm always cheating but the year does only have um 12 months so that will have to work what else um shout out to team 4050 who is also helping me out at Worlds. Um, Sherry, J.D., Brian, and Tosh. Uh, be hanging with them before and after the race. Uh, I really helped out a lot with the place to stay. And it means that J.D. and I get to have um, a meal at another adventure race on another continent. So that's a, that's a bonus. Um... That's it. Saturday night. Paulette's camping. Um, I got the birds and a dog. And uh, go for another good hike tomorrow. So that's it. Go fast. Take chances. Ah, congratulations to AMK on uh, winning their fourth in a row national now. Um, it sounds like it was pretty hard fought over Team Tech New. And... Huh, Segway, man, um, this week's guest is Alex Provost, one of Tech News' new uh, racers. So, And the man, as we talk about in here, that's responsible for me having to carry a Pepsi everywhere I go. So that's it. Go fast, take chances, and thanks for listening. Are you there? Yes. Oh, good. Oh, that was a little hectic. I went to go on, and the program I used was missing from my computer. <laughs>
1: you mean Skype?
0: No, it's the program I use to record
1: Oh, so okay
0: So it's like, where did it go? So then I have to download it and then open it up. So, first did first world problems like <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. working now I guess It is So how are you? Better <laughs> So is am I to infer that you were the uh, sick one in China? Oh yes, I was.
1: So uh, it's not uh, it's not a secret. So, um. So uh, yeah, feeling better, uh, but uh, still a bit. Uh, I don't know, taking a uh, bit things easy still.
0: So was it just like a food poisoning, bad food, or you d- don't know?
1: Ah uh, well, for my understanding now, I think it was. Uh, I'm actually pretty sure it was food poisoning. So, uh, but, uh, that's too bad. But, uh, anyway, I, yeah, this is what I think it was. And, uh, you know, all the food that we ate pre-race, <laughs> was a bit, maybe a bit too much for my stomach. I don't know. So,
0: um, you know, they talked about how the people, teams that raced in China had, you know, really a lot of an advantage was, I mean, is that what you kind of felt? Was it like, completely an otherworldly experience for you?
1: Uh, it was indeed, yeah, because, <laughs> uh, I mean, the the scenery was, you know, magical that uh, like, uh, you know, in the mountains region, like uh, in, in, you know, I think they call it this the, the uh, Chinese Switzerland. So uh, it, it was indeed, <laughs> it looked indeed like the Chinese Switzerland. Mm. But then all the rest is so different, you know, all the people, all the uh, the habits, all the uh, the behaviors. Uh, so all of that was uh, was all new things for me for sure. It was my first time in Asia, so uh, yeah, it, it truly was uh, a uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, an experience for
0: sure. So, um, how long does it take to get from Canada to the the Switzerland?
1: Of China. Uh, um. Well, I did. Uh, I'm in Montreal. So I did. Uh, went to Toronto, and then uh, it was a direct flight from Toronto and Beijing. That's cool. So uh, that was uh, that was okay. And then from there, it's Arumqi, uh in northern China, and then from there we had a next, you know a flight that was added a bit. Later during uh, the logistics, to go to Canas. Uh, so I think, of, and from there, we were bused to uh, the guest house where everybody was um, uh, pre race. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, all of that, it must have taken. <laughs> I mean, I stayed in Beijing uh, overnight mm-hmm. uh, because the flight to Run to was only in the morning, and I got there around seven o'clock at night. So, uh, all in all, it, it's easily thirty hours. So,
0: yeah. Well, the uh, the joys of adventure racing. So, what did? Told totally. me. <laughs> so, um, tell me just kind of the background of the race. What were the? I mean, was it? Did, did you think it was organized well? What were the people like? Um, just you know, what are your, kind of your thoughts on this? This big experiment really is kind of what it seems to be.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, I think that, uh, I mean, for, you know, for such a remote place and having a course that is, uh, was quite a long course. So uh, for them to do their first race uh, and bringing in, you know, a lot of teams from everywhere. Mm-hmm. I I think we have to, uh, you know, we have to give them kudos for that. Um, I mean, (laughs) it was certainly challenging logistically. Uh, I mean, I got my bike uh, after the prologue. So right before, you know, the the day before the start. Um, And, of course, the communication was the most challenging part because, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if you... You probably saw the movie Lost in Translation. Yeah. But, uh, well, you know, we were, you know, playing our own role in Lost in Translation. <laughs> so, uh, so I mean, that, that certainly adds, you know, a layer of complexity, but yeah. uh, that's also part of the experience and, you know, discovering you know, those places that, uh, you know, otherwise wouldn't be accessible
0: well that's that's the best part
1: sort of off. yeah it's the best part but sometimes you know when you're there and you're trying to understand what's going on and you're having your gears not there and things you're like what the hell am i doing here yet (laughs) yes (laughs) again but then you know it always makes more sense a bit you know afterward when you you know, tell these stories to your friends. Yeah.
0: Do you um this is the way it is for me like when I got back from Portugal back to the United States it's it's like a relief not to have to concentrate on understanding people. Yes. <laughs> totally. Yeah, you just Absolutely. I like that part. So, um Yeah.
1: But, they, they, you know, what they, they use uh, apps on, on their telephone, on their, uh, their smartphone, uh-huh. so you can still, you know, the, so it's translation apps, so oh. it's a translator, and uh, it, it's quite, uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it <laughs> works a bit less, but uh, it, it proved to be useful here and there, so that's certainly one thing. That can be very useful is to have a translator on your smart mode, on the smartphone. Yeah, so,
0: yeah. Well you got, Do you have your translator on your phone for Australia?
1: <laughs> Hopefully, I won't need it. <laughs> uh, so. But I mean, you know, the Aussies have a funky accent sometimes. Yeah. But I guess I guess they probably say the same thing for me.
0: That's so. <laughs> that's probably true. You have a you have a cool <laughs> funky accent. So, uh. <laughs> so, um, before you got sick, how do you, how was the team going? How did you? I mean, how do you get, think you were stacking up against everybody else?
1: Uh, we were doing very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, you know the the prologue itself uh, was not timed, so mm-hmm. uh, I mean, all, all the top teams took it pretty easy to just you know. Get in the in the rhythm of things and try the boats and just to get a feeling of the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few other teams uh, decided to hammer it, and I think that was that was very cool. Um, mm-hmm. But then, uh, but then during the, when when the race started, um, we were uh, we were doing very good actually. Uh, uh, there was a, a a group of teams at the front uh, that you know moved together. Uh, during the first track, which was uh, about a little over 50k, I think, yeah. or around 50, 50k, and um, uh, we were there pretty much until until the end. We had to uh, to back up, to back off a bit uh, because we were getting uh, distance at some point. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think we got to the TA like a couple minutes after the first team. Yeah. So. Uh, no, it was. Uh, we had a great start, and uh, it was it was a good pace out there with, <laughs> with all these things.
0: I'll bet it was. Yeah, a little kind of a little hammerfest at the at the front.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, the, uh, some parts were on open roads. So uh, so so there it was just you know running all the way. So uh, that and with you know with the pack and with, uh, sometimes, uh, making sure that we were, we stayed grouped together. So helping each other out, towing a bit. So, uh, that, that certainly is, uh, it was a good tempo (laughs) for sure.
0: Um, is it kind of what you expected at the start with all those, you know, kind of high powered teams and in a relatively short race?
1: Yes, yes, totally. Because, uh, you know, we, we, you know, understood pretty early that, uh, and, and I mean early, you know before the race that uh, it would be a very high pace mm-hmm. The whole way and that it would take around 36 hours to win yeah. uh, So I mean 36 hour is is Kind of a sprint for for that, you know for that crowd. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah um, so yeah, it was uh, yeah we, we expected it to be uh, to be very fast, and I think and our strategy or any top team strategy was to really stay in front, in mm-hmm. front, right off right off uh, the bat because uh, uh, there was no time, no no time to lose up there,
0: okay. and,
1: and of, also because we did not expect the navigation to be, you know, very challenging, so little opportunities to make up some time, you know, make up some lost time.
0: Yeah, apparently the navigation wasn't tough till the last hour of the race, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, a bit during the night, you know, uh, things got a bit, uh, you know, uh, there were teams that had scattered everywhere uh, during the night, during the the second track, so uh, that was a bit uh, unexpected. Yeah. So, but,
0: yeah. Um, Kind of a, a little more general. So here's a race that's going to take 36 hours. What do you? I mean, you really you can't sleep, but it's kind of right on that edge where you're going to need to. I mean, did you guys have a strategy for that, or was it you just going to go and if you drop, you drop?
1: Yeah, that was kind of uh, the the strategy. You no, know, we we did we we were not expecting to sleep at all. So. uh we were not planning any sleep. And if we had to sleep, then we, we, it also meant that we were in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, no, we did not plan any sleep for, for that race as it was uh, pretty short. And also because uh, y- you try to avoid sleeping on, on the bike sections. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, the last part of the race was uh, heavily on the bike. Uh, and and all, only the le- very little last, uh, the end of the race was on foot. So I mean, the last few Ks. Yeah. So, so there was no, there was no real, you know, strategically it, it did not make sense to sleep at all, mm-hmm. um, especially not that uh, it was, you know, that short and you know, uh, finishing with mostly on bike. Yeah,
0: makes that can make sense. Um, so you raced with, with Denise and Greg. Who and who was the fourth?
1: It's <laughs> Benjamin Medina. Okay,
0: I I I have to admit I followed a little bit, but I was in Portugal at the race at the same time, so it was a little bit hard to keep track of everybody in your race. But uh, so, uh, and that's is that the first time that the four of you have raced
1: together? Yes. It was our first time. Uh, well, my first time with uh, Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg and Denise have raced with Benjamin in the past, and uh, uh, when when Greg uh, and Denise were brought in, you know, with with the team, and so they they decided to reach out to Benja if he uh, <laughs> if he wanted, if he, he was keen to uh, come back to the sport, so. Yep. So it was, uh, yeah. So these guys have raced together in the past, and it was my first time with Benja. So yeah,
0: it, it, so it worked out. Y'all had fun, more or, yeah.
1: or less. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we had we had some fun out there. Uh, we had you know unexpected challenge. Yeah. But uh, uh, I mean, the idea to go to this race and not racing Ray Gaspyzi. Was to uh, because at first we were supposed to be in Gaspé. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea was to get out there and have uh, you know more expedition time together. Yeah. Uh, pre, uh, you know, in, in our preparation for world. So um, in the end, it was a bit different because we didn't get to spend that much time, you know, without sleeping. Yeah. Uh, uh, without sleep but uh, yeah we were uh, yeah that race was uh, you know the idea was to race together for uh, to to prepare for Worlds, and uh, uh, in the end we had you know we, we ended spending a lot of time together and not only not not you know not only in racing but just hanging out together and, and uh, that's also part of the build-up so
0: well, yeah, big part of it. Do you think? Yep. Um, obviously, it sucks getting sick and having to drop out. But is there sort of maybe a silver lining because you guys kind of had to bond as a team over that, you know, kind of shitstorm yes. going on? So it wasn't all rosy. So yeah,
1: yeah true. Uh, it's actually a good point. You know, we uh, hopefully this is uh, you know our our shitstorm that, uh, you know, we had to get through uh, together. And that, uh, uh, so it'll, it'll, for sure, we all, I guess we all learn, you know, through that as well, how we, each other react. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, I mean, so far, um, me racing with uh, the McHales and uh, either, either Stu or Brian, uh, I mean, we had, you know, apart a little uh, well some challenging part in cowboy Talk. Mm-hmm. but then uh, apart from that we had uh, we did not have to deal with that much you know uh, hard times yeah. so uh, so I guess this time was uh, was definitely a, a bump on the road for, well a big bump for this race mm-hmm. um, then I guess we uh, it's also part of the you know the whole you know uh, reconstructing a team you have to uh, or putting a new team uh, together you got to get through these things uh, together and making sure that uh, everybody is on the same page
0: Yeah, that's a good way of putting it Um, yeah so it's a new team it's not a new team but it's a new team but for you specifically what's it like actually going onto a team where you don't have to you know, scramble to figure out how you get to all your races and in in I mean, it must be nice to have that team structure to have Doug there to do whatever it is that Doug does, which apparently is a lot. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> true. well, doug he does a lot. yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. And that's actually very cool mm-hmm. to have someone to you know take care of uh, a lot of the logistics around all this. Mm-hmm uh I mean this is i I used to do all these things for for the team I, uh, I used to race with uh well a lot of it yeah. you know I was taken care of uh but now to have to be able well uh, to be able to focus on getting to the race and race your best out there without having to uh take care of all the logistics or you know, very, very little of it. Yeah. Um, that certainly is a plus. and uh, for every racer out there, you know, we always say that the most challenging part is getting to the start line yep. <laughs> of these races. Mm-hmm. but then, you know it's Doug being there and with the the team structure in place, it makes things much much easier for sure. so that that's that's that really, you know that's something I really uh, I'm mean, even grateful so for.
0: Yeah, it's really nice when, all of a sudden, there's a plane ticket in your inbox, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And you know, there is a, and we have a, there is a place booked, and uh, there is some gear, you know, waiting for at uh, the post office. So, uh, no, uh, totally. So for uh, for worlds, we have a, we have a house, you know, a bit. Uh, so pre-race and post race so that's that you know it makes a big difference we we're gonna have our own place and we can relax there and uh, you know just, and, and, and cook our own food there <laughs> that's that's certainly one one very important thing
0: um actually it's interesting because I just had a conversation a little bit earlier this afternoon with um, JD's team yeah in Australia and if Who's
1: uh, J.D.'s racing with in Australia?
0: Um, Sherry Hines, uh, who we raced with at Primal Quest, and then a teammate of hers from the East Coast, and then um, Tosh, Brian Contosh. So there. Okay. So and if if everything works out, I'm going to be there with them. So keep our fingers crossed. Um, but, yeah, we were just I'm talking crossing about
1: Crossing my fingers for you.
0: Yeah, how nice it is to be able to have a kitchen and just cook and not have to, you know, walk and find a place to eat and you can sit yeah. there and you can eat and you can look at your gear. And I mean, it's, yeah. you know, I, I would, and I would think even at, at the uh, more elite level, that's even a bigger deal to have your own time and space. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I, I, I totally agree because, you know, year long, you're, you're training out there. You take care of, what you eat and you take care of yourself, but then you know, you and then you have you, you go to a big race, then you get there and you know you have to go to restaurants mm-hmm. and you know rely on local food sometimes not not too, you know not that great. Yeah. So it's kind of uh, you know it's a bit of a nonsense to not be really careful those days. Uh, leading to uh, to one, you know, big objective. So, uh, you know, you have to be really careful with that. So that's, you know, I used to just go with the flow and, you know, uh, taking care, but, you know, just, you know, eating what was available. Mm-hmm. And I've always been okay with that. So, but then, uh, that, that China experience, I guess, uh, was a, maybe a little bit too much for my stomach. So, yeah. uh, that's, you know, that's certainly one thing I'll, I'll keep a close eye on. Be a little,
0: um, do you say go for the flow? Are you pretty mellow when you're racing or do things get to you or do they, you know, do you have like these, something bothers you, you blow up for a second and then, then it's done or what's your, what's your personality like when you're racing
1: um i've well that would be uh, i guess for the other my teammate to to answer that but uh i think i'm I'm pretty mellow when i'm racing i'm trying to keep things uh in control and and avoid these uh these moments where you know we have peaks of you know lows, very low or really, you know, <laughs> or really high excitement. Mm-hmm. I try to, you know, try to, to keep, to, to, to stay composed. Sometimes it's harder than other times, but, um, all in all, I think that, uh, uh, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I can be considered a mellow person. Uh,
0: the, that would be my guess. So, um, <laughs> When when you're racing, would you rather be on a course like physically with two or three teams racing, you know, maybe going back and forth, or would you rather maybe get out and be by yourself and not see another team for five days?
1: Um, well, not seeing another team for five days, I guess, it, you know, you get a bit lonely. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well... No, I like, I like to be out there and, and fight it with the other teams. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, uh, uh, no, uh, obviously, uh, uh, I mean, honestly, I really like it uh, to see people out there, uh, you know, during day and night, it's always a lot of fun. And you, you kind of, you know, it also makes you realize that you're you're not alone out there. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the teams are actually racing and you have to, you know, every moment counts because you never know who's, uh, who's around the corner? So, uh, on the, but also it makes you know. Sometimes when there are teams around, um, it kind of uh, it adds it it adds some you know complexity because then you have to compose with that. Uh, you you don't want to follow or and you don't want to be followed. But then you know you always take into account what the other teams are doing. Uh, which direction they're going and stuff, so it kind of influences your own behavior, uh, whether you want it or not. You okay. know, it, it it does. So uh, it it adds, you know, it, it kind of adds to the mind game, uh, and I actually like that. So, uh, you know, it, it kind of you know bring in the the chess game into into adventure racing.
0: It is so. Let's say it's 12 hours into the race and there's like four teams running together. What if three of them go one direction and you really think that you should go a different way? Is I mean, you say yeah, subconsciously that affects you, but I mean, can you can you look at your team and say no, no, we can't follow them, we got to go this other way?
1: Uh yeah, okay. totally. But I mean, if they're going this way, then there must be a reason. So it's important to understand the reason, ah, you know, yeah. so it, it, you know, maybe, maybe they, they have, you know, a specific reason to go there and maybe it makes sense to them in their race. Um, but you have to ask yourself the question, well, why are they going there or why are they potentially going there? Hmm. So maybe, you know, maybe for them, you know, it's better to go, to go around uh, some kind of land feature instead of going over. But then maybe it's, you know, sometimes decision navigation decisions can be really close. You know, it's yeah. one way or the other. And, you know, in the end, it's pretty it's pretty similar. So but then you take those decisions also based on your own team abilities. So sometimes it makes sense for you to go one way, but then it will, it it will you know it will make more sense for another team to go the other way, uh, depending on their own abilities. But uh, I mean, if I see you know three teams going another direction, you know I'll, I'll you know make sure to try to understand what the what they're basing their decision on. Yeah. So. Uh, so that again adds to the, you know, the joy of navigating and having to, uh, you know, having to, uh, to follow with about a hundred things in your mind.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Tell me the dirty little secret. Have you ever just said, "Yeah, let's just follow those guys for a while." Uh, <laughs> I mean. I mean, you know, you, you know I mean, where I mean, you're probably,
1: going, but I, yeah, I mean, I mean, probably because uh, I mean, it def- I mean, we must have at some point, yeah. you know, through all those years, <laughs> uh, especially when you're, you know, a new team or uh, or maybe not a new team, but you're, you know, rookies, uh, you know, in the first few years of uh, of adventure racing. I, I mean. Just getting to the the end was, you know, the big the big goal, and, and it was a challenge. So, uh, if for some reason there was a, a skilled, you know, or some, you know, some team that you perceive to be very skilled, you know, that uh, <laughs> they were in front of you, then then the answer was probably to follow them. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but that's also, you know, when you're a rookie or you know. Uh, a rookie navigator or you know somebody's starting to navigate that's also one way to learn is to look at a team look at their moves and uh, you know try to learn from that
0: That's interesting okay so let's let's look at it from the other point if you're the team in front and let's say a rookie team is following you will you maybe let them follow you for a little while and not try to outrun them uh, or lose them in the dark you know maybe give them a little little
1: help oh yeah probably i mean it depends uh it depends on the conditions yeah. uh i mean where you are in the race obviously if you're you know if the finish line no <laughs> is, is in sight then there's no gift to, to anyone yeah. but uh but yeah of course because you know part of what we do is being out there with uh with people that uh, enjoy the same thing so that that's always you know one way also it's uh You know, you get to know people out there, and it's all about uh, uh, you know camaraderie also. So uh, we're yeah yeah totally
0: yeah It's that's well that's cool. I mean you know it is part of the part of the thing.
1: Um, Yeah, and and also I mean some and, and I like when people come to come to us and ask us. You know question and they feel you know comfortable asking us question i mean it, well, it always depends if you're you know redlining out there yeah. but sometimes you know in some situation you can definitely be you know it's sharing your knowledge and, and your experience is uh you know if some if you know these people are hungry for it then you know, i'm always very happy to for sure
0: mm that's it's a good part of the sport to sharing um, you know it's called adventure racing is can you separate do you like adventure do you like racing or is adventure racing a separate thing you know one thing you um, can't separate them
1: yeah i think uh i uh, i can't really separate them yeah. anymore yeah uh i i i mean what got me into adventure racing was adventure, mm-hmm. so the racing part came came with it. But uh, but for me, at the base of adventure racing, there is adventure. So uh, I mean, that's that really is what got me into it. Uh, the racing part and the competitive part, uh, you know, came along the way, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah. That's for me, it's it, it, it goes together. It's, um, uh, I mean, racing, racing, other sport, I do a little, yeah. uh, here and there, trail running, uh, gravel grinder races, uh, and that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, at the center of all this, uh, for me, there is adventure racing for sure. Yeah.
0: So, um, okay, well, then that brings us, that brings us to the, this little race coming up in about, five weeks you know the last last what three years of of world championships i think have been heavily on the adventure i'm guessing <laughs> yes i'm guessing this year that it's going to be way more balanced between adventure and racing um agree or disagree
1: um hopefully disagree a bit huh? uh <laughs> i look forward uh, i mean i think it's going to be Balance as well, because uh, because Expedia has uh, that that history and that reputation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be my first time racing XPV mm-hmm. but uh, you know it's been there for uh, for many years and, and with uh, with very balanced races. But also, uh, there's always been you know some surprises here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there was a really hard track uh, on a dry lake. Uh, a few yeah. years ago, yeah, um, that's that's certainly the kind of thing that uh, I look forward to. and that's that's really you know adventure oriented. so um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, hopefully there will be some uh, some advent, you know, a lot, you know a lot of adventure in there, and uh, there will be racing for sure. It's gonna be you know another fast race, I think, uh, you know more. Yeah, definitely more racing oriented than last last year yeah. in Brazil, that's for sure. Um, and uh yeah, it should be a good race.
0: Yeah. So for for Team Tech New in this in this uh the team now are would it be better? Are you are you fast or would it be better to be more adventure in quotation marks?
1: Um yeah, I think uh, I think we're a good balanced team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're fast when we need to go fast. Um, uh, but I think I think we're, you know, if all the conditions get really uh, challenging, mm-hmm. um, if you know, if it becomes more an adventure, you know, if if the adventure part is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is taking a bigger place than the racing part. I think it it can definitely play a play to our advantage Uh, I mean these guys have uh, these guys I'm racing with have you know tons of experience and uh, They've been you know racing expedition race for many many years, so and uh, I guess I guess I've been racing expedition race for many years as well, so uh, all of that um, you know, it's an old guy's, it's an old guy's sport. So, uh, if, you know, if, you know, the conditions get really ugly or challenging and there is rain and there's, you know, people lost everywhere, I think this is where, (laughs) this is where we can have a lot of fun. Yeah. So I
0: like, I like that attitude. Um, okay. This is a really stupid question and you don't have to answer it, but can you guys win? Of course. Okay. I, I I that's what I expected, but you know, it's you, you are kind of a new team together and sometimes that can be a whole thing, yeah. but yeah. It could come down to like whoever doesn't make a mistake, you think? Yeah.
1: So. Well, hopefully hopefully it's going to be very tight until the end and that, uh, you know, one thing that uh, when there are a lot of teams or you know a few teams together battling it, uh, well, uh, sometimes it, well it, it it creates that kind of uh, uh, pressure, <laughs> you know that that pressure cooker and and some people you know tend to make uh, some teams are you know uh, are making mistakes. So uh, that pressure you know is uh, is certainly. You know, one thing that we look for uh, at the front of the race. So, uh, yeah, hopefully it's going to be a, a, a tight race until the end, and that's going to, you know that's going to be interesting to watch.
0: Yeah, well, um, there was a discussion: how do you, who do you time if it's a if it's a sprint? And I think, I think the consensus is it's the fourth, it's the last teammate over the line that who who wins the race for you, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's why you have to work it out together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why you gotta, you know, keep the keep the towing really, you know, for for every section all the way until the end. You gotta keep the towing close, yeah. you know, because uh, many times on the I mean in the past, many times we're like, oh no, we, we won't need the the bike towing and things. Oh, we we don't need it anymore in time, and things. Every time you're like, oh, God, we should have brought the bike to it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. um, is that something that you guys now are just, will you do that just automatically, just put somebody on tow? Or do you still kind of need to chat with each other, you know, as kind of being new teammates? Or is is it kind of automatic already? Or can you say, give me your pack because you can, you can see it in the other person's eyes?
1: Um, yeah, yes, we can do that because, uh, I mean, yeah, we're, we're a new team together, but, uh, but then we're, we've been doing this, uh, for, for quite a while. Yeah. (laughs) And we, I think we all know, uh, we all know what it takes of, uh, you know, what it takes to, you know. Hammer it out there together. Uh, and you know we always say that you gotta leave your ego on the start line. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, bring bring what you need with you, but sometimes uh, you know leave your ego uh, away. Uh, so that's certainly uh, also part of it. so, Yes, we can do that on our team That's... because uh, we know that it's sometimes required, and we all and we also know that it, it's never permanent. Yeah. So it and and that we all experience these uh, these low moments sometimes, and this is where you know the the true strength of the team you know uh, uh, shows up is when you know you're able to to go to go over that together uh, and and. and and get out of there, you know, unscattered.
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I, I you mentioned ego, because was kind of my follow-up is, how long did you have to race before you learned that to drop your ego and say, I'm tired, carry my pack, because um, it's got to be kind of hard when you first start out because you want to be the strong one and 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 not be weak. But I mean, mm-hmm. did, did you learn that quickly or did it take a while for that lesson to?
1: Uh, I think it took a little while. I think it took a little while for sure. Um, because, uh, you know, at the same time you're trying to understand how your body works, how, how, and how it influences the team dynamics Mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, it's all about roles out there and who's doing what at which moment. Um, so team dynamics are really important. So, uh, so I think it took me a little while to understand uh, how it all worked and when to do things. Sometimes it makes sense to help a teammate. Sometimes it doesn't because, on the long term, it, it's going to do more harm than than benefits. So. Uh, all these things together are yeah I was I uh, was mentioning the chess game a bit earlier but uh, that's also <laughs> that's certainly a a, a play in uh, in the chess game as well when to help a teammate when to uh, let them you know a bit uh, have a moment and not you know not be on their back uh, so things like that yeah yeah. It, it, it takes a bit of time to get uh, to get all these things li- lined out. Uh, we're we're certainly still learning uh, our, our team dynamics, but uh, you know the fact that we're all experienced racers, it, it, you know we we all understand how it works. So yeah, so the 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 learning curve here on this team is uh, is actually quite short.
0: Oh, well that makes sense. Yeah, having all that experience yeah you just I mean you've seen most of it and done a lot of it right
1: well yeah kind of but uh, there's there's always a lot to be seen <laughs> so that's why we keep doing it to, to see to uh, you know to, to keep uh, to keep seeing those things out there yeah um,
0: just a couple of more things and I and I'm, I don't remember if we talked about this on the first po- first podcast but um are you a what's over the next mountain trainer or a heart rate monitor trainer?
1: <laughs> uh I'm over with the next mountain trainer. So, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because uh Yeah, I mean I, I I used to, you know, be a bit more centered around the around the heart rate monitor. Yeah. Uh but then uh I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of you kind of lose that focus at some point and you're like oh no i just want to go out there and you know sometimes get you know get the hammer down and you know because it makes sense with with the terrain and how you feel and you know where you want to go uh and and so yeah so i, I like it i like to bring again a bit more adventure than racing
0: so in
1: training it makes sense um
0: it's got to be fun to, it i mean you got to have fun while you're training or because it's just too much work not to right
1: yeah so. yeah i mean this is what what i you know you know it's the balance between you know train and and, and fun being out there so and i, I try to get uh, to make sure that we have fun so you know then at the end of the week you're like oh I had a super big week of training but uh I don't feel I had to you know uh, it doesn't feel like I had to you know mm-hmm. work it uh, but uh, we you know I enjoy it more
0: yeah um so in an average week how how much training time do you do
1: um, le- leading up to a big race, I try to keep it around twenty uh depending on on the adventure of the weekend mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh depending on the plan uh but uh more or less I like to keep it ar- around twenty um, and during you know the other weeks um when not really uh you know let's say uh, so when I say the weeks leading to a big race it's probably about like the six weeks leading to a big race mm-hmm. um, but then uh, when you're not during that period uh, I would say probably around around 12 12 16 something
0: yeah so I mean plenty but you're not but not overdoing it
1: but not overdoing it no I think I think rest is a big part of it. Uh, rest and sleep are really important and the more you get you know, the older you get the more important that that also gets because uh, uh, then you know with, with well rested and with, with the right amount of sleep then you're you always feel you know you're able to do these things well but then yeah. if you Yeah, but then if you're like overtraining and not sleeping and waking up early every morning to uh, to hit the gym or uh, go for a run or ride, uh, I mean, you can do that for a little time, but then uh, you kind of worn out. And uh, uh, for longer races, uh, you want want to get to these races with uh, some freshness and certainly with, with a lot of sleep in the bank.
0: Well, I should be world-class then, as much sleep and rest <laughs> as I get. So,
1: so Great. All right. <laughs> then you're ready.
0: I am. All right, I got one more question for you, and then we're going to be done. How does it feel to be the man responsible for making so many adventure racers happy when I have a Pepsi with me?
1: Uh, that's uh well i'm i'm happy about it you, you make me happy because now now you know every time you know i see you up there i'm like oh i think that randy you know may still have a pepsi <laughs> a- and that's always a good story to tell so when uh <laughs> when we're you know paddling during the night we need to we need those stories that's so. it <laughs> yeah. sure well i mean if the others uh have people asked you for a Pepsi, uh, you know, since uh, that Untamed race oh. a few years ago? All, yeah, the all the time.
0: All the time. Yeah, that,
1: that's awesome. Yeah. Th- then I think we we should bring, you know, some uh, some Pringles in there.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Pepsi and Pringles. All right. Pepsi and Pringles. The only the only problem is like almost anywhere other than the U S and Canada, it has to be Coke. Cause it's hard to find Pepsi, but, Oh
1: yeah. So, yeah. I agree. So, but you know, uh, I think what we'll do with Coke. Okay. It'll work.
0: <laughs> so, um, cool. I, this has been a good one. I like this one. Thank you.
1: Well, thanks to you. Uh, thanks for your, uh, your call and your time. Uh, it's always a pleasure to, uh, to chat a bit, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully next time it will be after, you know, a great, uh, a great race, a great performance, and we can, you know, talk about that.
0: That would be fun. So, all right, everybody, sure. you know the deal. Go fast, take chances. Thanks for the chat, Alex. Well,
1: thanks to you, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll catch up in uh, in Australia.
0: Fingers crossed. Okay. All right. Thanks. Bye.
1: Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
2: Sometimes I try to do things And it just doesn't work out the way I want it to And I get real frustrated And like, I try hard to do it And I take my time But it just doesn't work out the way I want it to It's like I concentrate on real hard But it just doesn't work out And everything I do and everything I try it just turns out It's like, I need time to figure these things out There's always someone there doing. Hey Mike, you don't know, even notice He even has a lot of problems lately You feel a lot better. I go, no, it's okay, you know. I'll figure it out. You'll see it alone, I'll figure it out, you know. I'm just working on it myself. They go, well, you know, if you wanna talk about it, I'll be here, you know. And you'll probably feel a lot better if you talk about it. So why don't you talk about it? I go, no, I don't want to, I'm okay. I'll figure it out myself. And they just keep bugging me, they just keep fighting, on the side. It's got me, you're trying to come You see guys. I'm not crazy, here's this The other one is crazy, here's this You're talking to me crazy, here's this is a it's a and in soon, because that was the only truth. You can give it in, I'm fed up. You take it up, you myself. I was in my room, and I was just like staring at the wall, thinking about everything, and then yeah, I was thinking about nothing. And then my mom came in, and I didn't even know she was there. She called my name, and I didn't hear her, and then she started screaming. What's the matter with you? I don't know. Mom, she goes, don't, don't tell me that. You're on drugs. I go, no, Mom, I'm not on I'm okay. I'm just thinking, you know? Why don't you give me a Pepsi? She goes, No, you're on drugs. I go, Mom, I'm okay. I'm just thinking. She goes, No, you're not thinking. You're on drugs. No people don't act that way. I go, Mom, just give me a Pepsi. Cream. All I want is a Pepsi, and she wouldn't give it to me. All I wanted was a Pepsi, just one Pepsi, and she wouldn't give it to me. Just a Pepsi. See what's good with my team